Perfect. All right. Well, <laughs> welcome back to All Things Acura. This is Matt. And I'm Justin. And is this a really the normal All Things Acura? I don't know. I think it's... we set out just to answer a question. <laughs> and we're going to try to do that We today. did do. Yeah, that's right. I really just posed a question and... Well, you know, as you do that, sometimes it sends you down a rabbit hole, and you probably know by the title of this this show that, <laughs> that the question. Is, yeah, but, that's the that's the secret subtitle is that is, this is the rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, so anyway, but yeah, so we, we're back here. Uh, this is after our discussion about the Integra. We, we do want to come back at some point. Um, I don't know when you're planning. On yeah, we'll catch uh, everybody up that. on uh, production and uh, Integra. You'll that will be coming very soon. Uh, actually, right behind this. Um, but we posed this question. We really wanted to try to do this before, but as we go down farther down the rabbit hole of the chips, and uh, Matt said he was going to bring some chips in today, and I said, "Well, we, that'll help us sell more cars and bring the chips." Yeah, and he said, "Not chips. not those yeah. chips." Oh well, we did. I did open up a key. So, you know, the whole question with what uh, you know, it's funny because we talked a little bit about this at, at, in an earlier podcast because. We felt like it was important, but we didn't really like go down the rabbit hole of what the chip shortage really means still. I think, you know, that we knew about it at the end of last year, but we didn't really like, you know, we didn't know how that was going to look as this year went on. And I think we kind of just kept thinking things were going to get better. Things were going to get better. And here we are still answering a lot of those questions. Yeah. And I think the one p question that we really posed was, and, and unfortunately the, you know, the overall media, and I know maybe that could be us right now. Uh, <laughs> so I don't want to combine you know, everybody right. in one group, but is that there's these cars that are built and they're waiting for us to plug in this one chip and the, it's going to get rolling and you'll get your car delivered, you know, anytime now. Right. And so we, <laughs> and we said, you know, that's interesting because as we started to ask around, well, how many chips are in a car? How many chips does it take? What are we missing that we need yeah. to get these cars built and get things rolling and because that seems to be the, you know, the, obviously the clog in the industry, I guess, per se, right? Oh, yeah. If there's one yep. problem, now there's multiple, as we go down the rabbit hole, there's multiple problems in, oh, yeah. with with supply chains and, and events around the world and things going on. But there's, it seemed to be that's the focus of what started all this, right? Uh, oh, yeah. You know. And so we said, okay, well, what's that mean? How How is that? What's that problem look like, right? How many chips yeah. are in a car? We said, and, and as I start, yeah. as you start going down that and, and finding out the information, it's all over the place. Yeah, and I think there's like like the generic term of chips, and I'm, and as as a salesperson talking to a consumer, like you know, they ask questions to you, they expect a little bit of an answer, and you know, I'm mildly educated on the subject, but as we kept researching, we we did, we're like, well, what the heck is a chip? Like, and we started to delve into. You know, why is this a problem? Like, what chips are we talking about? Are we talking about like, you know, as if you're someone in the you know computer industry or, you know, some of the tech stuff, you know, terms like motherboard, you know, like transistors, things like that. But like, what part are we missing? And, and how many are, you know, and then we started posing the question, well, are we missing a bunch, a couple? Is it one? Like, how many are in a car? And that's what ended up happening. Right. And as I researched <laughs> that, you know, I, I found a great article that said, well, how many semiconductors are in a car? Sure. And the, I, I got to read, Scott wrote this uh, article, Scott Butchman. <laughs> Sorry, Scott, if I if I butchered that. And he said, I recently read a statement that said there's something like 1,400 individual semiconductor chips in a typical modern car. I wondered, hmm, can that be correct? Yeah, Same think, thing we did, right? right? Yeah, at first we were, you know, we, and I, don't, I think 
you know, I never really gave that thought. And so as soon as we kind of read that, we were like, oh man, that seems like a lot. Like, I don't know what that means. And again, that goes back to like what that chip actually is. Are we talking like little pieces? Like how could there be that many, right? And, right. And and if you, as you go down the rabbit hole of how many chips are in a car, there's, as the experts in the industry might claim, boy, I've seen it as low as 25 to 50. And I've seen it <laughs> as high as, you know, 3000 plus. So, and so- we really scratched our head and said, wow, we do this every day mm-hmm. and we don't know the answer and we don't know what's, what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And so there's, there's been just a lot of gray area with that. And I think it's not fair to consumers. And it's in some ways not even fair to us as a dealership because, you know, people like, like I said, they come and asking those questions to us and it's like, well, we don't necessarily, we should maybe know. And, and what's funny is we know people close, very close to Acura who don't, Apparently know as much. Yeah, so, so we did. I actually just posed the question the other day to um, some of our connections at Acura, and <laughs> That's right. we got some crazy answers. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say crazy. It's it goes back to mm-hmm. you know nobody has. There isn't probably one right answer because to be fair, all cars are different uh, in the amount of chips or processing power they have as far as equipment, and so that number can vary. Um, but there are people that are standing real tall saying one or the other. Yeah. And so we were going to break it down a little bit because I, I guess what we did learn is it's a much more complicated, not only answer, but problem that the industry has than we thought. Right, exactly. Yeah. And we and so what we did was we did ask random people. I know we didn't make like a huge thing of it, but we, we started asking different people around our showroom, different customers, you know, how many chips do you guys think are in a car? And that lent itself to... We, we don't really know. And, and like you said, as soon as we start doing that research, we're like, well, holy cow, this is a, a much more compounded problem than we really, I think, originally have felt. And there's so many other layers to this. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. But, you know, some of the stuff that we heard from some people, again, it ranged from in the 20s, 30s, all the way up to, I think some people did say a couple thousand. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what we what we found through everyone, you know. Yeah, so the breakdown is is when you really dive in, uh, and again, probably the problem is we still, and I even said this to Matt earlier, we can't answer the question exactly, but we can give you a better understanding of what what the, the issues look like, and then maybe we can forecast out a little bit farther based on, you know, what we do know, well, when, when are we going to see, you know, this ease up a little bit? Um, one thing, obviously, uh, to, to be clear, that the auto manufacturers use a lot of older chip technology. So, so it's not always a fair statement when you say that, well, your, your cell phone or the mm. provider that makes your cell phone, whether it be an Apple phone or an Android phone, or the, your gaming station is taking all those chips from the industry because those aren't necessarily all the chips. <clears throat> exactly, yeah. Yeah, and in the, the article that I literally just read, like we're still kind of trying to keep up with this stuff because it a simple Google takes you down again a bunch of rabbit holes and different articles out there, and so you realize that you know how does the auto industry chip you know re- relate to what you know what is developed in a phone or any technology for that matter, and like Justin said, they're very different chips in the in both of those items. So you know when it comes to you know kind of what happened was a lot of these manufacturers of chips put a lot of their resources toward developing, you know, computers, uh, you know, small personal device technologies, things like that. Yeah. So those chips, the newer style chips that go into your cell phone and, and computers and, mm-hmm. and those devices are are much, not only they're a better, faster chip, yeah. 
but they're uh, they're much they can manufacture those much faster and they're much more profitable for the chip companies. That's, that's true. You too. know, yeah. Whereas the auto industry is really asking them to go back and make old chips, yeah. old designs, and now. To be fair to the auto industry, there's a lot of reasons why they do that, but there's a, a lot of older chip technology that they're going back and asking them to make that. And, and a lot of these chip companies, to be frank, just aren't going to go back and build a new facility to oh, make yeah. old chips. It just doesn't make sense. So it, it, then you talk about, well, then the auto manufacturers have to shift. Well, it's a bigger shift than you think when you decide, well, okay, now, oh, yeah. now we know that the car definitely has probably more than hundred or two hundred chips. Yeah. When you start really <laughs> dissecting it, the right number probably is in the thousands. Yeah, which I guess is the first time we're answering that question. Right. <laughs> yeah. The right number probably is in the thousands. Yeah. And then for them to go back and decide, well, we're gonna mm-hmm. make thousands of old chips yeah. or change those chips to newer style chips, it the, the it becomes a monumental right issue. And, and it's kind of you know, and to Justin's point the and to be fair to the auto manufacturers, a phone is very you know, we go through phones every couple of years, right? Where when an auto manufacturer makes a car, you know, not only did they have to take four to six years to develop that car, you know, four to six years ago, right? right? They also have to say, and we've talked about this before, anything that is really made on a car has to basically be, what, 10 years? Yeah, so there's a couple pieces that they have to look at that the rest of that industry doesn't. One is just how, how robust that chip is. It has to withstand, you know, elements that your phone doesn't have to. You're not leaving it outside every day, parked yep. in the rain and the snow yeah, and the, exactly. in, in, in the sunshine, yeah. right? Yep. And and it has to, you know, be just be more uh, reliable for that long term. And then it has to have a long shelf life because even after they're done with the five years of production of designing that car R and D, five years of that car being yep. on the market. Well, even if they eliminate that model right. and never use it again, <laughs> then that manufacturer is required to keep parts on the shelf for a minimum, I think, of 10, 10 years. years yeah. <laughs> so it's a 20-year right. life cycle right. from the day they say, we're going to put this chip in yeah. this car, right? It, it's amazing. <laughs> I remember, like, you know, early on in my career doing this, we, we talked about that because I'm like, well, man, like, you know, a lot of people, I think on average, they keep almost five years. It's like four and a half years, something like that. People keep their cars. But there's still a lot of people that will drive their car longer than that. And if you're someone who has, I don't know, an eight to 10-year-old, any car, Acura for that matter, and something breaks down in that car, you want to be able to get that fixed. Sure. You know? Yeah. So, so and, and somebody's got to produce those chips that go into those components. And we'll dive into what that looks like because <laughs> right. it, that's where the rabbit hole just yeah. keeps going. Yeah, it explodes. Um, but it, it's <laughs> so it's not that newer style chip that they just need to take from that cell phone provider and yeah. say, look, we need that chip to plug into this over here. It's a completely different animal. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, you know, and so that's what happened as we went down this rabbit hole of figuring out, okay, what, what, how do we educate ourselves better about this topic is, you know, you had to have a better understanding of like, okay, why, why is that happening? Right. You know, what's the, what's the hold up there? And that's essentially what's happening is that they're, they're dinosaur chips essentially. And like you said, those manufacturers of those chips, they want to, they're trying to produce the stuff for the cell phones, the newer technology, stuff yeah, like, like that. Like Matt mentioned yeah. earlier, they put, they put those resources when, when COVID hit and the manufa- auto manufacturers, and this is kind of what's been all over the news, they said, okay, we're, we're going to cut our production. We don't, we don't want it. I don't know if those, that's necessarily exactly what you're saying. That, that Probably not how it went down exactly, but they yeah. cut back on what they said they, they were going to need. And they put priority on, you know, home electronics, other devices, yeah. and auto manufacturers kind of went to the back of the line. And so now they're trying to get some of that priority back yeah. 
Uh, but it's not as simple as them just looking and taking those chips and moving over. It's, 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 it's such a more complicated issue. Yeah. So then, then it begs the question of, okay, so, well, how many are in the car, right? How, yeah. how many are there really in the car and what are, what are we waiting on? Well, like we said, I think we we think based on what everything we've seen in all the articles and all the people we've listened to and conversations we've heard is it's somewhere in the thousands. Yeah, I mean, in the you're, low thousands you're, for sure. You're, you're definitely in that probably that you know twelve hundred to two thousand, yep, depending absolutely. on the vehicle, depending on the options and equipment that go into it. Yeah, and I didn't want to really believe that because it just felt like such a huge number, and and that's what's so interesting about this. And I know. You know, we, and then we kind of talked about, okay, well, how does how does one manufacturer not really know how many chips they need? And it, it goes back to the fact that they, they obviously, all these different providers of different products inside the car, whether it's like you said, a power seat, all those little things come from different places. So not one person's going to necessarily know how many chips that specific component has. Sure. And that, so that goes back to if you ask the manufacturer how many chips they need to produce that car, yeah. for them, that car might take 77 chips yeah. to produce. But that doesn't mean that's how many chips are in that automobile. Correct. And so as you start to dive down into each one of those components, whether it be an infotainment system, uh, seats, yeah. you know, headlights, they all come from a supplier yep. that also is getting chips Correct. to supply uh, what they need for those components. And, and that's where the number just balloons. Right. Astronomic. Absolutely. Right. And, that, and that's, it's, it's obviously as you research that yourself, if you're listening to this and you say, Oh, I want to, you know, I want to know more about that. You'll, you'll see what we're talking about. It's not as clear of an answer. So, and so I guess that kind of goes back to, you know, it's funny as we read some of these articles from back then, they, there was some expectation of like, well, hopefully things are going to get better, you know, in 2022 and um, I don't know if we've seen that quite yet, but... Yeah, I think really to start the year off, there's a lot of... We we're very optimistic, and I think the industry was very optimistic mm -hmm. on, on that things would start opening up. Well, now we've seen some other turn event, events go in the on in, yep. the in the world, um, which I'm sure you're, you're aware of, uh, you know, the what's happening out there. <laughs> right. Yeah, we and don't... Yeah. We don't want to get political because that's not part of our thing, and maybe it's not political, but... Or, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's part of... But yeah. what has that, that's done is now um, put constraints yeah. on the supplies that go to make those chips. And we're also, now we're starting to wonder if we're going to feel another crunch yeah. on, on that whole, not to mention the whole infrastructure of uh, the suppliers in yeah. general, not yeah. just chips. Absolutely, yeah. And Neon is, uh, you know, that's one of those things. Yeah, so Neon, yeah. Uh, Ukraine was the... Yeah. You could, I think you, Number one supplier of neon. I think they supplied ninety eight percent, some yep. crazy number of right. the world's neon. I mean, whoo! Yeah, and we're talking about like it's just like the industry relying on yeah. these handful, and I think it's a handful. I think it was three chip manufacturers, <laughs> yep. the entire yeah, right. automotive industry, yeah. uh, which seems crazy. Uh, and I guess from years ago, not to derail that, but I guess years ago there were there were all kinds of chip manufacturers, and over time, you know, we've we've ended up with just these handful. Right. Um, shame on us as an industry that happened and <laughs> maybe they want to, on to produce other components that were, that made sense. And so, uh, when you rely on just those three and something breaks yeah. right now, now, now you have big holes. Yeah. And so again, we're relying on one source for neon that makes, yeah. that they need to produce these chips. And now there's a problems. Right. It was really sim similar to the Takata airbag situation where there was only like oh, a handful of well, right. suppliers based, I think yeah. same kind of thing. 
Uh, and Takata Airbag supplied uh, some on got was like eighty percent or oh, something yeah. of cars. Eighty percent of the industry. Whatever years it was, yeah. I can't remember how what the years were. But that's you know obviously who knows what's going to happen in the future from now on. Like if they're going to look at that differently and say, well, we can't because if one well obviously one thing did happen with the pandemic and COVID and everything. But then obviously more more things happen, whether it be natural disasters, things like that. And so it makes you realize, like, are you, should they really be relying on that? I realize that you take those risks and things like that, but, you know. Yeah, I think so the industry's taking a hard look at that. They learned a lot of those lessons way back, uh, mm-hmm. if people remember the tsunami in 2010. Um, and that really affected a lot of the import brands. Uh infrastructure as far as supplies and chips and automobiles and so they they looked at at bringing those um here in the united states Mm -hmm. the challenge uh with a lot of that is now they have and they're still relying on these other places for some of these components i think it the i obviously the ideal situation is to have multiple of these suppliers available in different areas that they can really you know even the blow if something happens, whether it be a natural disaster or, yeah. you know, this chip plant currently that's mm-hmm. just got back up and running in Japan I, was the one they had to fire yeah, also, right? right? right. So, yeah. you know, yeah. fire, then they have an earthquake, and now now they're uh, trying to get that one up and running. And Yeah, and, and speaking of up and running, you know, that was another talk. You know, I know in Ohio here they're going to be building a chip plant. Yeah, massive. But, yeah, and, and it takes a lot of time to get those plants online. And I know the one gentleman we were listening to talked about, yeah. like, So it's an incredible amount of time that it takes to make uh, one of these chip facilities. And I always, I said at the beginning of this, I said, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, this industry, and you you might say I'm not in the automotive industry, but uh, there's a whole lot of things that touch the automotive industry a whole lot. It's such a big percentage of of the, you know, our economy, the world economy. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not directly here, you know, selling cars or or producing the cars, there's so many things that touch it, right? And I said at the beginning, when... When, when we saw this coming and this was going to be a problem, I said, if you throw that much money at it, surely they got to be able to make one <laughs> right, of these surely, things pretty yeah. quick. Right. But it's not that simple, right? That To make a new chip factory, which are incredible, the, the automations mm-hmm. through the roof, right? They, yeah. You know, everything's automated because it has to be to make these, you know, super oh, yeah. intricate, you know, chips yeah. and micro, <laughs> super processors and such. Yeah. And so it... Not only does it is it incredibly long time scale to make one of those, but it takes more chips, right? Yeah. So it, it compounds the problem. Right, exactly. And then the those factories, what the one gentleman said, they have to be, and I don't remember the scale you use, you said it has to be basically well, fifty times cleaner than like a hospital or a, a hospital operating room. Operating yeah. room. So they so. say you take your cleanest room that you can yeah. ever find, which w- example he used was a hospital operating room, and it has to be fifty times cleaner than that. To create that environment, well, that's just not one room. They got to create a whole factory that way, which right. is yeah, unbelievable. Which, and he right? says it takes time to do, which I don't know what that looks like. Does it mean just like cleaning every day? I mean, who knows? Yeah. I, I've never been to one of those facilities, and so that's where you know I think. Oh, I mean, here we are. I'm like just pounding my head against the wall because I'm like, I can't believe you know. I we don't know when this is going to end, right? And this is all kind of lending itself to why we've been in the situation we've been in, and you know, I don't know if there's. A light at the end of the tunnel, and who knows what that looks like. But um, you know, hopefully that happened. You know, we get th- those things online and get things moving quickly. But that, and every brand's been affected differently. You know, sure. I, you know, we just look, looked at an article with Ford. You know, and I think we we tried to make sure that this was this was kind of a real thing. But and we kind of already knew this a little bit. But they're going to start shipping cars without some of those 
components. Yeah, I think we talked just a little bit of that, of General Motors doing that and already doing that. But we just saw the article, and I think this was just the other day, um, a week ago. Yeah, 315, uh, Kelly Blue Book had the article, the chip shortage. Ford will ship explorers with missing features and then add them later. And we, and when General Motors had already talked about that, I know with our Chevy store, you know, either eliminating those features or offering them to the customer down the road. And we see now Ford doing that to, to try to get vehicles on the road because right. they're missing those things. And, and this being an Acura show, I wanted to, we wanted to make sure, you know, is Acura thinking about doing anything like that? So, you know, if you're someone who's like an Acura, either customer or like a, a future customer, whatever it might be. Um, you know, we wanted to make sure we kind of answer that for what we know with Acura. And to our knowledge, we don't we don't believe they're going to do anything along those lines. Yeah. So I've asked that. I asked that question, I think, last year. Uh, actually, when I heard that General Motors would ship vehicles without heated seats, I, I kind of went, in, you know, went and sweat. I was like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? We're going to we're going to sell. Yeah. Acura. I mean. If there's there's a handful of features that come on every Acura, and that's one of them, and you know you start removing that stuff, it, it really changes, you know, yeah. what that looks like. Yeah. But I had asked them, and they said no, they're, they're not. There's no plans of that. They had no no intention of that, and nor do they today, right? Yeah. If they can't build the car as it's supposed to be built, they're just not going to do right. it. Which you could argue in some cases might be a detriment to some people because some people might say, well, fine. Don't give me my heated seats because we live here in Florida and we don't need them. Yep. I don't know if you do or not. Sorry. Right. <laughs> but, right yeah. but in Ohio, we, we do. Yep. Um, but I don't need them right now. And you can put those in later. I don't know if that it, people look at that and say, I'd rather have my car and yep. not have some of those features. Yeah. And, and the other thing, too, is like, you know, as we as I read that article back in December, like, oh, things should start to ease up in 2022. I mean, who knows with everything happening right now, if we're going to see, you know, that to the end of 2022. So someone who gets one of these cars, you know, who knows when that might be rectified, you know, you, right. might, you might be months. Yeah. And I think they, they say longer. They <laughs> said in the article that it could be a, uh, up to a year. I think yeah. they had to provide, uh, they get that. And they also talked about in that they would be uh, removing the start-stop device, which I knew General Motors and I think Ford had done prior. They talked about that on trucks, (laughs) which interesting now that I think about that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Out of all the features to pick, as much as people don't like that feature, might not be a feature you want to give up right now. Yeah, almost like maybe what they should do, and I didn't think about this until just now, is that maybe they should like, like, I don't know people and say, okay, what features do you, can you live without, you, right? right? And I don't know if heated seats is one of those, but you know, I mean, there, I'm sure there's features like the idle stop feature that people would definitely say, yeah, I don't need that. Well, I think a lot of people dislike the idle stop feature. Yeah. So they felt that that would be an easy one to pull off the shelf for right now and say, okay, we won't put it on. Unfortunately, the gas prices have, uh, have probably made that feature pretty desirable. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe people just still don't like that That's feature. Right. And they hit the <laughs> they button, they enough, turn yeah. it off, they hate the it off. Yeah. I'll pay for the gas. Right, right exactly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. That's that's how. That's kind of where obviously where we're at. Um. So the outlook, um, you know, it's going to really depend a lot on what's what what happens uh, as far as things over in Europe. And I think we're, we got to keep a close eye on what's going on over there. I did see a positive article. Um, coming from another manufacturer that has, um, they make wiring harnesses in Ukraine, yep. and they said they were still up and running. Shocking. How they are, yeah, I don't right, know. Right. But so 
maybe what we're seeing is 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 just a piece of it. I I, I picture. I know when I when you talk about those events, I picture the whole place shut down. Nobody's you do yeah. anything. Nothing's happening. Right. I don't know that maybe that's a bad. You know, that's a too general of a of a statement. So I don't know. Maybe there are things still happening, and it might not be as yeah. And Ukraine's a big country, but like you know, they're they're. I don't, I don't know though. I'm not there, and so. You know, and and I meant to bring up that key earlier. Gosh darn it, I had that key. Had that yeah, key so Matt, we, we were talking about components. And Gosh, one of the interesting uh, things that happened um, that at Honda and Acura actually did do was when the 22 Honda Civic came out, mm-hmm. they were trying to get that out on the market. And they said, okay, chips are obviously a problem. Mm-hmm. Where can we still be able to cut back without... Um, kind of yeah, messing it, with the car, right? Exactly. Well, yeah. Yeah. they uh, they delivered the cars with one key fob, yeah. and they were able to uh, keep production things going and basically send an IOU for for a second one, yeah. which I don't think is a bad idea. So it, as we talk about Maybe the components, the we we <laughs> we pulled apart a key fob yeah. and we said, well, okay, so how many chips are in the key fob? And it, we didn't break it all down because it, it still actually is a good key fob. Right, maybe it should. Right. But I mean, there's several chips in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I just from like the surface, 20, you know, right? 15 to 20, just in that, just in that just in, thing. Just so. in this little key fob. So as you, as we, we went down that rabbit hole, we learned that maybe the manufacturer only needs so many to put in the, you know, engine control module and the major yeah. pieces, but every supplier, every piece mm-hmm. has multiple chips combined yeah. to it. And when you start thinking about all the things that need, these ch- multiple chips, you know, yeah. your backup camera, uh, clearly, obviously, all the automated, you know, uh, driving yeah, systems, you know, safety systems, safety systems, you name it. Like, God, there's there's a million, and and that's actually like going back to the Acura thing. That's part of the reason, you know, we we haven't been, you know, advanced packages. They've kind of like limited that a little bit, right? And I think on what was it, the RDX, they limited that. Is the MDX they? Lim- well, why, we don't necessarily know yet. 2023 <laughs> so yeah right i'm not gonna start there <laughs> but yeah so they they you know the advanced packages some of those packages that have a lot more features there's a lot more chips so they've had to say okay maybe we just kind of put production toward the cars that we saw more of in the accurate world it's like a tech package and a spec um so that's kind of how that worked for us but uh but yeah so each one of these components go into that big equation of how many chips so hopefully um you know the the latest events and stuff uh, don't constrict us any more than what it already has. Yeah. Um, I think the industry is still saying uh, pretty optimistic. Uh, you know the manufacturers and again just talking with them the other day still expect the end of the year to really ramp up production. Yep. But a lot of it's going to have to do with what's what's going on in the next quarter. You yeah. Know, I guess it, you'd say next two three months. Right. I think these next two three months as we get into the summertime, it's going to be very telling to see you know how you know, the rest of the year is because, you know, at this point we are still looking, you know, two, three months out in terms of, you know, overall production, what we're getting in. So, you know, interesting uh, to, so to correlate back to you getting your vehicle or being able to get a vehicle and see something on the lot, when we feel that when the natural resources that go into making the chip, that constriction could be to eight, 10 months, 12 months before we feel the effect in the industry. In other words, those raw materials to time produce a chip that's actually being put in a vehicle could, is, a, is a long road. I don't yeah. think people understand. They're not just flying the chip over, plugging it in, and the car is right, rolling, exactly. rolling down the road. Yeah, and, and that goes, you know, if you are if you are someone who is in the market, and again, we're not trying to sell you a car. I don't want to get into that whole thing. But, 
you know, do consider, you know, now's a good time to say, okay, here's what I need to potentially look at getting. It's going to be very difficult to find stuff on the, on just laying on the lot. You know, you could find a random one here or there, but get yourself on an order because we can still order stuff. They haven't really limited us that there so far with Acura, but, um, you know, who knows with other yeah, brands. Yeah, th that could come, you know, if this gets more complicated yeah. than what it is, it, we could see even a further tightening um, from what our, from our optimism going the other way. Um, so I know there's a lot of places, and we you're just kind of touching on that, still yeah. saying that, you know, if you don't need a car, don't buy a car. Oh, well, there's yeah. a lot of people that still need to get a car yeah. or might even still want to. Uh, now might be, you don't make a move sooner than later, because yeah. if you're waiting to see if something's going to come down, um, I, I, that outlook yeah. is, 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 I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know what to say, because you might <laughs> run into more problems as time goes on. Yeah. The one thing, and we'll talk about this in future episodes, but the one thing is I, I don't foresee it being costing you less in the short term. Correct. It could be years before it's, it, yeah. it even, even balances back out, I guess. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I think everyone, there's that term normalcy um, that we've, it's been thrown around here or you know, thrown, thrown around with customers or just as you read things. You know, I don't know what that looks like. There's not, that normalcy thing isn't, isn't going to be around, you know, at least for the next year or so, you know, maybe longer. But again, it there's no time like today to like say, hey, I'm ready to get a car and just kind of, you know, take the plunge in some cases. I think sometimes people overthink that, you know, some people may be still looking for some kind of a deal, but, you know, it's, it is what it is right now. You know, obviously with supply and demand where we're at, it's, if you want something, just, just go out and, and do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, you right. if you can. If you, if you, you want can. to or if you, you can, can. yeah. Right. And and you're obviously your, your trades. Not to just touch on that real quick. Your trades are worth more than ever. So yeah, and that 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 could have some effect as we yeah. move down the road. And again, we'll get in that in other episodes. Again, did we answer the question of how many chips are in a car? Well, we definitely learned that no. it's more than a couple hundred. <laughs> That's right. Right. We yep. know that it's more than a couple hundred. It's probably in the thousands. Mm -hmm. We don't know how, how many that is and i don't think any one person can answer that question it's yeah. probably what we've learned and all cars are different obviously it's it it is pretty clear most people understand that that as you move up in, in equipment and packages yeah. and more technology you get more chips yep. you know one thing that was proposed is you know well why don't we just use fewer chips into the car right to run yeah. more features kind of like your oh, phone or your computer we're well talk about that too <laughs> yeah and, and, and we'll there's that, an yeah. yeah there's an interesting piece of that is you, each one of these components as if it were to fail or need to be replaced can be replaced individually and i think a lot of the industry has gone they, they, they're trying to avoid the one or ten just ten chips that run everything because when one goes bad then you yeah. lose a lot, not only a lot of features, but it could be detrimental yeah. to the operation of the car. And you kind of see that a little bit now. You know, I think they maybe have gone to the, you know, we have, there's sensors in some yep. cars that they go back, you know, they go wrong and all of a sudden it, it makes everything or yeah, some I, things malfunction. And, and I've, so we've, we're starting to see that now with the newer cars. Yeah. And I know, uh, you know, the infotainment system, and I'll, I'll use an example of that with the new ones yeah. that I've recently noticed. And it really didn't occur to me to put it all together until we yeah. talked about yeah. this. Sure. Was... As you wait for that infotainment system to turn on, because it's a computer, yep. it's got to boot up, yep. right? My radio doesn't work, right? Right. Because those are now tied into the same processor, oh, yeah. Yeah. right? So I have to wait for that to come on for my radio mm -hmm. to work. So I know that if that goes out, my radio probably goes out. There's there's very little chance yeah. that one's going to work without yeah. the other. 
Yeah, and and I think the the main goal, like I'm, and I'm glad we had this, this discussion because I think the main goal was to not, not only educate ourselves. I think that was a sure. big piece of that, that was, because absolutely. you know, as someone, you know, me being a former teacher and like wanting to feel like I want to not educate people, but I want to feel like I'm educated on the topic that people ask me questions about. So a it was good for that. B if you if you listen to this all the way through, hopefully hopefully you learn something a little bit, you know, because you know there's still so many people that come in. They're like, oh yeah, chip shortage, and they kind of like you know, put her to the side. I'm like, no, that's kind of a bigger deal than you might think it is. Yeah. Well, I think they're, they're hearing what they hear out there. And, and, and again, from perception of if I'm listening to the news, there's one chip that needs plugged into these cars <laughs> that's and right. they're just walking around with, well, here, can you go put that chip in that one? And, yep. and it's all better. Yep. It, it's way more complicated, yeah, way more complicated. Yeah. And again, we appreciate you listening. Hopefully you listen all the way through. Appreciate everyone, uh, all the comments and stuff. We do have some comments. We're going to talk about that next time that we appreciate from last time with the Integra. I know we talk, want to talk a little bit about just follow up on the Integra. We learned that's going to be the next episode. Yeah, well, we're going to dive into that and we'll touch on some more of these subjects. We actually have a couple other topics that uh, a lot of people ask about and different things that we'll bring up in, in future episodes uh, because we want to know more too. And yeah. this is a, a great <laughs> medium for us all to learn yeah. at the same time. So Absolutely. it's really good. So. Thanks again for listening. And please, if you know of anybody that actually knows some really good sources or yeah. answers to that question, yeah. put them in the comments. Yeah, let's, for sure. I mean, uh, we, oh, you know, that's true. Yeah, I didn't think we aren't that. claiming to have all the answers. We'll, we're telling you what we know. Yeah, so. there are there are real experts out there. Yeah, <laughs> there, there are. Right. <laughs> they do exist and they will. Yeah. And, and you know, people that. You know, they're, they're going to tell us things that we would have no idea, but it's nice to hear from them too. So thank you again. Like and subscribe. Uh, if there's anything, anything you guys want to hear about or talk about, let us know. Thanks again. Have a good one.